This morning, um, it's so lovely to be with you. It is a joy to celebrate Jack's baptism with you this morning. Um, if you haven't been here, a huge welcome. If you are here to celebrate Jack's baptism, another huge welcome. Um, this morning, we are going to go through and talk about a passage in Colossians. Um, now, Colossians is a book in the New Testament, and it's a book that we've been looking at as a church for the last few weeks. Um, the New Testament is kind of part two of the Bible, and it tells us the stories of Jesus's life and then the stories of the early church as well. And a significant person in this church, in the early church, was a guy called Paul. Um, and Paul became a Christian in a really radical, quite unexpected way. And he became a Christian um, because he met Jesus and was changed by the man of Jesus. Um, and then Paul went on to start lots of churches and communities of Christians. And he um, wrote letters to those churches. And Colossians is just one of those um, letters. So that's a little bit about the passage that we're about to read. Now, um, Joy is very kindly going to come and read the passage for us. And you can find it on the Bibles, on the tables as well, on page 1184. 1184, if you want to look at the page number, and it's Colossians 3, verses 5 to 17. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Because of these, the wrath of God is coming. You used to walk in these ways in the life you once lived, but now you must rid yourself of all such things as these, anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other, since you have taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. Here there is no Greek or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave or free, but Christ is in all and it, sorry, Christ is all and is in all. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness and patience. Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom, as you sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with gratitude in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. 
Thank you, Joy. There is a lot in this passage. Um, there is a lot that we could probably talk about for hours and hours. And if you have questions that what I'm about to say doesn't answer, I just encourage you to maybe write them down, make a note on your phone, and ask someone in this room those questions. Um, I think the Bible is something that is rich and meaty, but can be incredibly confusing. Um, it is something that is designed to draw us further into relationship with God. It isn't a series of rules to follow, but it doesn't mean it's not confusing. And so if you have questions, please hold on to them. Now, what you need to know about me this morning is that I really like sewing. I love making new clothes. I have made the trousers and the t-shirt that I am wearing, and I um, I love designing new clothes. I've made, friends for, um, made clothes for friends as well. I also love fixing old clothes. The jumper I'm wearing is probably the best charity shop find I've ever had. It was, um, it was kind of just after lockdown, and I, you were suddenly able to go into shops. I thought, oh, my days, I can go to a charity shop. This is thrilling. So I went to the charity shop on Hertry High Street, which is definitely my favorite. And there was, this, there was this jumper, and I thought, oh my, oh my gosh, it's like a jumper of my dreams. And I looked at the price tag, and it was only £3. And I thought, oh, what's the catch? And the catch was that it had a couple of holes in it. And it's a beautiful Scottish woolen kind of jumper, would cost a fortune brand new. And I thought, you know what, I'll take it home. You couldn't even try it on because it was lockdown and it was COVID and you couldn't try clothes on. So I was like, we're going to risk it. I'm going to take it home and hopefully be able to fix the holes. And so the, the first couple of holes, there was there's one here that you might not even be able to see at a distance. And the second hole was on my cuff here. Since it has had a, a lot of wear, um, and as you can see, there's a few more holes. There's, there's a hole underneath my armpit. There's another one up here. The elbows are actually waiting for another patch. And um, it's a kind of process of slowly fixing this jumper. It had a life before me, and it has seen a lot of love um, since I have owned it. I also have another jumper and because I loved this jumper so much, this, this brown jumper, I saved up and I, I bought a new jumper. I, it's the same brand. It fits differently because it's new. Um, it's beautifully made and I will treasure it for years. Um, but it, it cost me quite a lot more. But the thing is, it is better at doing its job. It is better at keeping me warm. It doesn't have holes in, but when it does, I'll definitely fix them. Um, but it is better at its job. Now, Paul, in this text, talks about new clothes and old clothes. He talks about our old self, and he talks about our new self. And I just want to explore those two ideas this morning, there is a lot, like I've said, in this passage that I could talk about, but I want to focus on these two ideas of an old self and a new self. Before we go any further, you should know that yourself, which is kind of strange language, yourself is kind of your humanness and your, your like inside soul stuff. It's the stuff that makes us tick as much as the stuff that we kind of hate about ourselves and wish was a bit different. It's the stuff that we love and are proud of. It's also the messiness and the sin that is in our lives. 
And Paul writes, and he implores the church in in Colossae, the Colossians, to take off their old self. And he talks in this passage about two areas of our old self that mark this church in Colossae. He says they are areas of sexual immorality and they are areas of anger. The world around us, the culture that we live in, would kind of say the opposite of what Paul is saying. They would say, your body is your body, you can do whatever you want with it. They would say, if someone has wronged you, you have a right to be angry. That's totally okay. You can shout at them, you can hit them, that's okay. Kind of. There might be some, like, boundaries and whatever, but if someone's, like, you know, if someone's, I don't know, not brought you a tea on time, then you can be angry, right? But Paul is saying the opposite. And he is saying it because he is convinced, as am I and many in this room, that there is a different way to live. There is a way to live that is the way of Jesus. And that is a way of being clothed in a new self. Now, sexual immorality and anger are two big areas that, again, we could talk about for a long time. But Paul is saying, these, these things, actually these, this sin, this messiness in our lives, can lead to, lead to death. They can lead to a, a way of living that is without Christ. And Paul is inviting us. And, and I would offer you an invitation this morning to walk into a new way to put on a new self, a brand new jumper, if you will, that is better fit for purpose and that will bring you fullness of life and life with Jesus this morning. Now, this new self is a way of compassion, of kindness, humility, gentleness and patience. It is a self of bearing with one another, of abundant and radical, generous forgiveness. It is a self of unity, and ultimately it is a self of love. And Paul doesn't invite us into this because it's a good way to live, or it makes us holy, it makes us good people. He invites us into this life, and he invites the church in Colossians, in Colossae, the Colossians, into this life, because he... Um, believes that there is a better way to live. And this way is one of love. We don't, be ang- we don't get angry and we don't sin, not because it's the right thing to do, but because it allows us to better love those around us. It allows us to better become more like Jesus. We also don't do these things so that then we can get into heaven. We don't do these nice good deeds because it makes us holy. Ultimately, we are sinful. We are messy and entangled in our own sin and anger, in our own rage. And and we can't get that out of our system. There is nothing we can do, however good a person you are, however many meals you make for your neighbors, however much money you give to charity. There is nothing that you can do that will allow you to have a relationship with the Father. The only way that that happens is by putting your faith in Jesus 
who lived a perfect, blameless life. And he stands in our place. He gets, essentially, he, he takes our old clothes and he gives us new clothes. However, if you've been following Jesus for a while, and I realize that I'm, cl- I'm nearly coming up to being a Christian for 20 years, which is a, a quite a daunting thing, and I, I don't really feel... I don't really feel good enough to be a Christian, I think. I think I'm still acutely aware of the messiness and the sin in my life. I've had a moment this week with my dad. There was some really poor communication. There was some tears and there was some strong words and we said sorry and we worked it out. But in those moments, you don't feel like you're doing a good Christian thing. And I think we can all relate to those feelings. But what Paul says in this is that he, uh, in verse 10, it says this, that we put on a new self that is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. That when we put on this new self, that when we choose to follow Jesus and walk in Jesus' way, we are being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. Again, it's very wordy, Paul. But it is basically saying that this is a process that there is, a tici- there is a decision that we can make to follow Jesus, but that also this is a process. But there is, this isn't a process to take lightly. At the start in this passage, when Joy started reading, the first words are put to death, which is quite, which is quite strong language. And he also says, get rid of your sin. And in other passages in the Bible, in Hebrews, it says, run away from sin and the sin that that entangles us. It says similar things in another letter that Paul writes to the Ephesian church. But this is a continual process of being renewed, but one that we have to be ruthless with. So a few years ago, I had a conversation with a a dear friend of mine, and I was talking about my own sin and distraction um, from Jesus. I was convicted myself that there were things in my life that, that had more of my attention and more of my focus than Jesus did. And I wanted to change that. And I realized that my phone was a big part of that. That my phone had a lot of my attention and a lot of my time. And, it had more, and I, I, I was more of a slave to my phone than a master of it. And I, I still fall into this trap, but there was a, a radical decision that I made a few years ago with my friend. I thought, I'm going to go and get a brick phone. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get a brick phone. And so I left her house, and I cycled to the nearest phone shop. And I'd never been to a, Who goes to a phone shop anymore? And I bought, and I looked. I was like, OK, there's all the smartphones, and here are the brick phones. OK, the none look cool. We're not, this isn't an aesthetic choice. This is just a financial one. We're going for the 20 pound brick phone. I couldn't, I, 20 pounds also felt a bit much for a brick phone. Um, but I chose this brick phone and it, it wasn't pretty. For nine months, I had a brick phone and my friends were sick of me by the end. I would call friends and leave voice messages 
rather than texting them because it took so long. And then it's not like a WhatsApp voice note which you can play and pause and whatever. It's a, it's a voice message on your phone. You, you know when you see a voice message on your phone and you're like, oh, for goodness sake, whose voice? That was me. For nine months, I was that friend. And so I, it, it was inconvenient and annoying. But what it reminded me was that my focus wasn't my phone. It wasn't Snake, which I also got addicted to in this nine months period, rather than Instagram. My focus was Jesus. And in that time, I was able to focus more of my attention on Jesus and on my relationship with him. And so this morning, I would love to offer two invitations. There is a, an initial invitation to, to choose to follow Jesus for the first time, to put off your old self and to pick up a new self, one that Jesus promises will lead to life and life to the full. And there is a second invitation this morning to, to maybe put off your old self again. If, like me, you have been following Jesus for a while or maybe just a week, you will know that sin doesn't kind of finish when you decide to follow Jesus. Sin follows us around. It's that messy muckiness that makes us kind of feel selfish and greedy. It can lead to anger and rage. And it has to be dealt with daily. And I'd love to invite you this morning again to put off your old self and to pick up your new self. Can I invite the band to come up? Um, and would you stand with me? And as the band play um, this morning, for the next few minutes. We're going to sing a song in a minute, but before we do that, there is a moment um, that you can be still and you can come before Jesus. And if you would like to close your eyes to help that, help you focus in that moment of stillness, you're already welcome to do that. If you'd like to put your hands out, you might see people put their hands out like this. That's just an, a kind of outward expression of an inward posture. There is a moment for you to come to Jesus again and ask him to close you with this new self. to join in your heart praying with me you're already welcome there's also going to be some people I will be over in the corner if you'd like someone to pray with you for anything this morning but especially for this sense of taking off our old selves and putting on our new selves we would love to pray with you so Lord thank you that you 
come gently. That you come in gentle power. That you come to us this morning. And that you welcome us with open arms. Jesus, thank you that you offer a different way of living. Thank you that you that you offer life and life to the full. And Lord, we are sorry for where we get trapped in our sin, that where we get trapped in our old clothes and our old self. And Lord, we want to put off this old self. We want to choose you again. We give you our yes. And we give you our everything.